Welcome to You're Grounded. I think language, communication, and translating thoughts to one another through our own perceived experiences is one of our greatest gifts and tools as human beings. Join us every episode and eavesdrop on what we're connecting on, and hopefully our chats can inspire you and your friends' conversations, and at the very least, make you feel more grounded. I'm so grateful to share this conversation with you. a long time in the making (laughs) okay so you guys what an exciting day on the podcast (laughs) we have none other than very likely so one of my longest lifelong friends like I have a lot of long-term friends I'm very proud of that but you are someone who has been through the awkward phase and we all know we all know what it's like to have our awkward friends in our awkward stages and still come out the other side and still be friends. What's how, how rare. (laughs) Totally. We have truly been friends since middle school. Jackie is one of my very best friends. So good of friends and such that we even live together, um, kind of during your college after my college experience. And that was 10 years ago. And here we are still friends. I mean, the amount of milestones we've shared together in each other's lives and we're still here being in our 30s and right. single dog moms. 100%. Could you want anything more? <laughs> so oddly enough, obviously everybody has their unique life journey and path, but we have managed to stay so close through all of that. And that's why I'm so excited to have you I here know. today. <laughs> yes. Thank you for being on. Of course. Of yes. course. I'm honored. Yes. <laughs> and Jackie's amazing. Um, she is currently residing in New York City. When I moved to Arizona is when... We both left San Diego and she has since lived in New York and I've since lived in Scottsdale. So thank God she's just here visiting me and I go and visit her. We love each other's cities. So All the time. <laughs> we are just here today. We have so much that we could talk about. She's probably going to be a return guest. Let's be honest. Of There's, course. Can't have <laughs> 20 years of friendship in one episode. <laughs> but I feel like today something that has been a recurring, really constant thing that's coming up in our lives in this current moment is truly our recognition and self-awareness of things that we feel resistance to and how that resistance is kind of our biggest enemy and how Mm -hmm. we're kind of learning to sort through that and what even the process has been to even understanding that we're feeling resistance in itself. So that's what we're going to get into. Can't wait. But without further ado, (laughs) Jackie, give us your background. Give us anything about how in your past life when you were younger, I want everybody to get a little bit of story about like how you first felt any sort of anxious feeling in your body Mm -hmm. that, you know, now we've come to recognize is truly a form of just internal resistance. But this right. is when we're talking, we are young, you'll get into the ages when we're not even self-aware or not even know what that means. And wasn't even something that people were talking about right. at that age. So I want you to kind of just to hop right into just giving us a little bit of background about like how you were feeling when you were younger. Cause I think this is something a lot of people need to hear. Yeah, definitely. Well, I first of all want to say that I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I just, I'm so glad that like <laughs> you are following your dreams. Like not many people can just quit the corporate world like you did and just like literally put your dreams first. It has just been so amazing to see your journey and I'm just so proud of you and I'm just so proud to be here because like I get to see like 
the amazing progress that you've made over the years. So I just have to say that first and foremost. Thank you. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> if, we've, if you've listened to the first episode, wow. <laughs> but like you've just done so many like hard things, you know, like it's not easy to do what you did. And I just think like you're being so true to yourself. And that's like something I so admire about you is that you've always been so true to yourself. You like go for your passions. You have high standards on everything, which is really great. And a lot of us, like, especially as females at times, you know, like we're willing to lower our standards for certain situations, but you've never done that. And like, that's something I've always looked up to you for. Thank you, Jackie. Oh my God. Me doing like, okay, let's talk about your past. And you're like, wait, we need to give you the best compliment in the world. First things first. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. And talking about, yeah, we'll get into boundary setting and all those things. All those fun things. All those fun things. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. Of course. Of course. But me. (laughs) So I'm kidding. So a little bit about me, I like used to identify myself as a soccer player. I think that's like all I knew in life. And like yeah. growing up, I did have a lot of anxieties when I was younger and I like didn't really know what that was, whether it was like I wanted to be better at soccer, but I just like had these weird emotional feelings. I'd get so stressed out. I'd get sick to my stomach and not want to go play in games. And my dad actually like found, I think it was a sports psychologist that was working with my sister's gymnastics team or something. And they might like dad or mom or something asked them if they could speak to me. Yeah. And I remember she sat down with me. It was one appointment. It was probably when I was like in middle school. Okay. So you were young. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe even fifth grade. Like still even figuring out what our feelings even are at this point. Oh yeah. We we had no idea what our feelings were then. (laughs) And, (laughs) And no, it was definitely in middle school. And she was like trying to help me think of something that would be calming for me before games because I'd get so riled up. I had just made like the traveling team at that point. So it must have been like sixth grade. And I wasn't starting. Like I wasn't that great. I was really not confident in soccer whatsoever. And she introduced me to music. And like listening to music became my absolute like escape from everything. Yeah. And Your it helped ground me. Yeah. Like before yes. games, I had. Literally for like 10 years, I had two songs that I listened okay. to before every Ooh. single soccer game. Stronger by Kanye West. Thank you, first of all. And, also, you and, remembering them. I, I mean, it would be hard to forget, but I love this name drop. And remember the name by Fort Minor. Like Thank every you. single game. And I like didn't feel like I could play well if I didn't listen to those two it songs. It was ritualistic. It was, I mean, I like was super, like I would put my left sock on before my right sock. Like, I, I had a lot the, of those types of the things. Sock, but if you know, you know. If exactly. you're an athlete and you have the um, you know. superstition. Oh, and intense intense I was like there's no I played so bad today it's because I didn't listen to stronger you it know because like, my sweet like my sweet spot wasn't on right exactly <laughs> exactly oh my god I forgot about those but so like from a young age I like didn't know exactly what anxiety was but like I clearly realized you there were was noticing something. something was like not feeling like normal you were something exactly. was feeling out of the norm exactly and I always got it in like physical sensation so it was yes. like stomach aches all the time like I thought I was gonna throw up like yeah. I felt like I like would hide in the bathroom before games. And I was like, mom, dad, I can't go. I don't feel good. Like I would yeah. always happen constantly. Yeah. And then once I started listening to music and having that routine, but music was just my 100% escape and it okay. still is my escape oh my too. God. I mean, you, we sound is therapy. 100%. Whatever music sound resonates with playlists you. Playlists are love language. Making playlists for people. Whew, don't get me started. I, that's, but that's a whole sharing music. Episode. I know. <laughs> Jackie and I have been burning CDs since the LimeWire days for each other. So let's- LimeWire, FrostWire, <laughs> YouTube to MP3. <laughs> 
like it was hard out here it was really it hard. was really, it was hard. really and hard thank god we could just share spotify's via text now exactly okay. but just so like that was music kinda, was my healing power that for was sure. the first impression that you had of saying okay i'm feeling this resistance to the task i have at hand right. which is to perform well yep and that self-pressure that you put on yourself and maybe you hadn't even diagnosed it to that level, but right. you were, you, we now can reflect and say, okay, that's probably what it was. That's that self-pressure and you're feeling, oh my gosh, if I, I, if I don't have any sort of guidance, any sort of routine, like your mind wandered and 100%. you were resistant to the fact that you know what you're doing, yeah, you know, but that was the right. self-doubt and right. how it kind of manifested then. Totally. And we're like my just overall insecurities, I think sort of formed yeah. in that way. Yeah. yeah. So young and like yeah. to be able to look back on that. Right. So then where did that kind of evolve like you found the music and that was kind of like working for you at that point right and then kind of where did it come up next like what happened in your life I think like in high school I was so shy like Mm -hmm. obviously around my like best friends like they all knew who I was but I think like I was so quiet in front of people I didn't really know and like so insecure and especially like on our high school soccer team Mm -hmm. like that was a whole nother thing but I was just so not myself. And I feel like once I got to college, I was able to like start fresh and, you know, sort of be able to act myself because I didn't have anyone who knew me before. And so I think that was like a really good awakening. But with that, like we go through our ups and downs in life. And it was my sophomore year of college when I like really understood what anxiety was. And like I had all these weird symptoms that were coming up and I was going through a lot during my sophomore year. I was quitting my the d1 team um and that was just like a huge huge. association with your identity that's yeah that's the only thing i knew of myself like i didn't like that's what i was really good at was Mm -hmm. playing soccer and i was like what the fuck am i good at you know like it stressed me out yeah and which we've probably all felt either when we left high school and didn't know what to do in college or we left college and didn't know what to do in real life so that's a relatable thing but exactly you were going through this your sophomore year in and of itself exactly with that identity and then I had the prob- like one of the hardest things that I've ever had to go through is one of my like closest friends passed away in a car accident. Yes. Yes. And it was just like a lot for me to deal with at that time. And I remember my cat died, my dog died. Oh. And then like my mom was in the hospital from her appendix bursting. I then got mono. Like it was just, oh my it God. was a time. <laughs> it was a time. And I just like didn't know how to handle it. And then yeah. all of like my anxiety was coming up in the weirdest of forms. Like, so it wasn't I, just the stomach aches anymore. It wasn't okay. at all. And I started like not being able to breathe. And so I had really bad chest pain and I would like hyperventilate a lot and I was getting panic attacks. And so I really thought that I was dying. Yeah. And there's something medically, which it, those are the symptoms is your physical body is having, you feel like medically something is very wrong. Exactly. Which me- then makes you more scared. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Which only <laughs> increases your anxiety. Right. And I think like people don't realize, like if you don't, I mean, all of us have anxieties in certain ways. It's and part of, it's, it's an emotion we, we all experience. Exactly. Whether it's a psychological something that you are is completely out of your control or right. if it's something that is like oh my gosh I'm kind of nervous about being next in line to order like right. you know those, there's, exactly. there's a lot of layers to this exactly. and lots of levels to the an anxious feeling and anxious totally. is, is and it is a um, psychological term so we never want to be dismissive in our discussion of you know like 
we understand anxiety is a very real mental health right. condition. So we just want to make sure when we, I think that word is thrown around a lot where I'm yeah. like, oh, I'm anxious about like my test tomorrow and, or I'm anxious about ordering in front right. of the waiter, you know, feeling anxious is also, it's, it's a term to explain an emotion, right? right. So, but anxiety is a condition. So Definitely. we want to make sure that we are being totally, totally correct. But to 100%. your point, this was not just like, oh, I'm feeling anxious in the moment and then it passes. It's something that's right. lingering and medically making your body feel exactly not okay. Yes. Exactly. And so I went to the doctor multiple times, yeah. like literally over the span of three weeks, I like kept going to the urgent care at my, at San Diego state. Yeah. And I was like, nothing is getting better. Like they put me on all this medicine and everything, but no one could like Diagnose. Tell me or diagnose me with any sort of anxious feelings at all. So I had I had no idea it was like. Anxiety. Did you think you had like a lung disorder or something? Oh my god! I thought I had like cancer or yes, something. You know, it's yes. like your mind just goes there. Wanders. And I'm a bit of a um, hypochondriac as in general, it is. So, <laughs> so it was not a good time. Yeah. And and this yeah. is year 2010 where like mental health is just starting to be talked about right. and accepted and people not like thinking you're crazy if you have any sort of mental health. Yeah, like we're not, sort. you're not in a psych ward. Exactly. You have anxiety. Exactly. exactly. The fact that that is still so new in our lifetime. Exactly. Yes. yes. Okay. So I would get panic attacks and that was like when the breathing would, you know, fluctuate. And I literally like, I remember this so so vividly I would have to lay on the floor yeah and just breathe like she taught me all these breathing patterns mm -hmm. and I would just have to sit there for like 10-15 minutes to calm myself down yeah but like one of the biggest things was once I realized what it was like I stopped thinking I was gonna die yeah but it really is scary how intense those feelings are they're real they're 100% real no matter what your brain is like making them you feel like that you know it's like clearly you you don't have an element or anything but like it was the scariest kind of feeling. Yeah. And so, so real. That's when I started seeing a therapist. That, so that's when you yeah. were like actually diagnosed and understanding what you were feeling rather than just like, okay, well, if I listen to these songs, it'll help my brain kind of get back on track. It was like, exactly. No, this is something where I, I need more help. Like exactly. it's not something that is just that easily fixable. And you were able to at least learn those breathing techniques. Okay. So a new form totally. of therapy to be able to self help yourself. Totally. But at what point did you feel like it, maybe it wasn't then and maybe we still need to get there, but at what point were you thinking, okay, like it's what I'm thinking about these things that is, is contributing like that resistance to what is going on in reality is right. Like, so you went from needing to go to this therapist and then what was the re resolution from there? Like what was the next phase? I think like still in college, I was tr still trying to figure it out a little bit it. and like, I didn't know anyone who was in therapy at that time either. So yeah. I was still like a little bit embarrassed about totally. it. And like, it's totally a normal thing. I know so many people who see like, you know, therapists now. Yeah. And it's more common than not nowadays. Right. But then it was the opposite. And, and that 2010. was 2010. That, that wasn't yeah. that long ago. It wasn't. Yes. And I've honestly seen the same therapist since then. Yes. And Incredible. Like, which is pretty amazing. So she's seen my like pretty incredible growth too. Yeah. But it's come in waves. And so I think the more confident I feel in, in my life, the better my anxieties are. Of course. And just kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it didn't really surface. I guess I didn't really feel it as much until when I was living in New York mm -hmm. and was dating my ex. Okay. And, <laughs> and I think all of them kind of resurfaced because, you know, when you're with someone that you love, you feel like you would be more confident and more calm right. and more feel more secure. But 
I feel like I was resisting myself and mm. not really, <laughs> yes, and not really being my complete true self. And I was with him on and off for like almost four years, a little bit. I mean, mostly two and a half years, but COVID happened, so you know that yeah, just timelines are awash. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, but it's like so interesting to think back on it now because like I can now see that I wasn't myself. I was being judged for things that I like love to do and it's yeah it's crazy and I was a relatively weak person at Mm. times and I just kind of let him drive the relationship and I was like a passenger in my life you know such a good analogy I feel like the thing that people can relate to most is our feelings of when we're anxious tend to have patterns Mm -hmm. and it takes so much self-awareness and ownership to be able to say like dang, whenever this happens, I feel anxious. And I mean, sometimes it's completely at random for people. I don't want to be dismissive of that, but there tend to be triggers, patterns, reasons that we're feeling resistance to a circumstance in our life, a something that we feel like we don't have control over. And like you said, even a relationship where you're supposed to feel the safest is so common. I feel like a lot of people can, it takes so much balls to be able to pull yourself out of that mentality and like the fact that you even left that person is Mm -hmm. incredible just to be able to realize like dang I was feeling more anxious than safe with them Mm -hmm. because of course you want to deny your feelings and be like no they're so but they're so great blah 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 and make all these excuses but like you being able to have that awareness to that wave in your life and feeling it resurface and plugging together those pieces of like dang, it really might be this person that I care deeply for is also the reason that I'm not feeling my most authentic self. And that is a hard truth to come to because you want to not make that person the victim. You care about them. 100%. And it's not always the person you're dating. It can be any aspect. I mean, for me, it was my career and I kept thinking, oh, the next job will be the the fix to my problems. Right. And it was me. It was me having resistance to doing what I really want to do instead of thinking what I had to do exactly and thinking there was no other option exactly so I feel like that's so relatable that the circumstance of what you're resisting is so hard to come to terms with I mean for mine it took 10 years to come to terms with yours totally. it took four years I mean totally. there's no timeline some people spend their whole life in that space I know so you being able to have this turnaround I really want to dive deeper into that and understand yeah. like what were the things a that contributed to it in your relationship not necessarily it could be things that he did but also like what were the things that you felt in your relationship that weren't allowing you to be yourself that made you feel that resistance in your body so he was my first serious relationship yeah and I think like through college and like after college when I first moved to New York too I like felt the need to always be like dating someone hooking up with someone talking to someone like I needed that like so like validation and validation Mm -hmm. exactly yeah 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 a lot of females can relate and I'm sure males too yep totally but yeah I think I needed reassurance and validation from men in general Mm -hmm. and it was like it was because I was insecure in myself Mm -hmm. and I needed it from somebody else and I wasn't willing to do the work I was so insecure unsure of who I was here I like moved across the country was doing really big things but I wasn't like ever tapping myself on the back. I went for grad school, got my master's degree, but still just felt just like resisting sitting with yourself. Exactly. Constantly the accolades or the attention, the external factors giving you your purpose rather than being like, 
what do I want that makes exactly. me happy? You know what I mean? Like all those things made you happy. Of course you went for them for a totally. reason, but at the same token, like, okay, now that my, if my, if I took all my accolades externally away, like what, who am I and what makes me happy? Right. Exactly. Okay. And I never really figured that out. I feel like, cause I never really figured, I know figuring out who we are is a long process and we uh, never lifelong, understand. Lifelong. And it's, you know, you're going through different types of your life. You, whether you have kids, you're getting married, like there's just all these things that contribute to 100%. that. But I just never like took the time to understand myself, like why I was feeling certain things, why I needed that constant attention from people. You just did it habitually. You didn't yeah. ever take that step back to be like, why am I even doing this? Cause I wasn't comfortable being with myself, you know? And I didn't want to be in my own head. I didn't want like I cared so much about what people think. And I mean, I still do. We all do, but, but you've like, I didn't so want to be better alone. At it. I've gotten so yes, much better yes. about As it. As your best friend, I can give I you that know. compliment now. I know. And but I yeah, appreciate that. But that's part of our journey. 100%. But, but you didn't just get there. You realized like, dang, I care a lot about what people think instead of what I care about myself. Right. What I think about myself. Excuse me. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And so I feel like those like four-ish years that I was with him on and off, whatever, talking actually together, I just lost like a sense of myself. I didn't do the things that I loved. I was judged for some of the things that I loved. So I stopped doing them. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was like the weirdest thing to me, like looking back on it now and Obviously, I wish that I got out of it sooner, but I learned so much about myself, you know, in that long journey. And I mean, what I'm thankful for is that, like, I learned so much from it because Mm -hmm. I know now what I would want more so from a relationship. And I still get like with any guys, I think still I have some trauma that I have a little bit from him and I don't trust people very much. And, you know, it's like I won't become my most vulnerable self with someone when I first meet them I'll be relatively shy I'll think too much always yeah but like I feel so much better that I like went through that relationship and came out stronger and I feel like I'm I'm a more confident person now than I was for sure because you had that awareness but I feel like it's so true when we get in relationships we think oh they like rock concerts I'm gonna go to rock concerts their favorite things mac and cheese my favorite things mac and cheese you're resistant to being the reason that they were attracted to you and you were attracted to them in the first place was because of who you are right and it's natural to find commonalities and common interests and that's obviously all things that make you compatible right but Truly, it's something that I've fallen victim to 100% too in my past, even being someone who's really stern in my beliefs or this, that, and the other. Something about situational factors. I mean, whether you're applying for a job and you think they want this kind of person or you feel like you're hanging out with this new crowd and they do this stuff that you necessarily don't even really like, or you're so desperate for friendship that you'll do things that you're not comfortable with, or you're in a relationship and you're just doing anything to relate to them and make them like you. Right. That is literally the resistance that we all feel at some point. And that is literally our biggest enemy is straying further and further from our most authentic selves like definitely that is a skill we are sharpening being aware of our self-awareness and knowing what we like and what brings us joy and what does not contribute to our overall resistance in our body our physical ailments of when we feel something is not true to ourself right and that is something that you gain from that experience like how incredible is that like for you to be able to have that turnaround 100 give me some examples of like when you were in that situation in that headspace, like mm-hmm. 
what were some of the things that made you realize, wait a second, like what were like those gut checks of like, this isn't making me feel good. It like should have happened more during it. Like the things that I like, like let slide now are but just you only like, think that now because yeah, you have the clairvoyance 100%. so in that moment you didn't realize it but what no. was the thing that like came to your attention like what do you think back on <sighs> I mean I think like at the beginning of our relationship I definitely was myself yeah and I think like that which is so, oh, talk about interesting like right. of course like it might not even be opposite of the example I gave where you're just trying to relate to them so much you'll change it's right. more like no we're in it and then like the comfortability seeks exactly. sneaks exactly I mean I was 26 when I met him I was a completely different person yeah. you know and I liked to go out a lot when I was 26 and yeah. then we did like a little bit at the beginning but then like I felt like I became a grandma and yeah. that was just like not who I was mm-hmm. at all but I felt so comfortable in it for some reason but I didn't think anything of it you know because that's like what me and him would do like we he worked out all the time like we were both athletes so I felt like that connection with him yeah but um and like what you should do like oh I'm in a relationship so I should settle down and do nothing even though that's kind of what I desire I should be doing this exactly and I just feel like I let him totally take over my thoughts and my plans and what I did like all of these things and um don't get me wrong like I loved him and I know he loved me too but like it was just not a healthy relationship in the end like you felt like that was what you kind of needed to do out of desperation to stay together was like you cared about each other it wasn't like it was falling apart at that moment but it was almost like I'm not gonna cause a riff I'm I'm gonna resist how I really want to feel just to like just to not cause problems. Yes. Yes. I hate confrontation. <laughs> I don't like that stuff at all. I let so much stuff slide and yeah. I resisted so many times when like, I feel like that could have, you know, obviously grown our relationship if I didn't just stay quiet, but I was so scared to like say something. Yeah. And that's when like, those were like some of my aha moments where I was like, why am I so scared to like tell him the person who I'm with, who I like really thought Trust I was going to marry. and care about. Yeah. And like, how did I not feel comfortable with that? And so I think I started having a lot of aha moments with that. Well, and it's almost like the longer it goes, the more it would be weird if you were like all of a sudden out of the blue, like, hey, JK, the past three years I haven't been doing what I want. Right. Like, that would be such a red oh my flag. God, it's how almost exhausting. like the deeper it gets, the more <laughs> awkward it is to like confront how you authentically feel. And I feel like I sharpening that tool to whoever you're with and being able to be more honest and authentic right off the bat not only saves you time because it might just be not a compatible match, but totally. As, even in life, like in your in your work situation, if you're like in a job and you're like, oh my God, like I'm going to waste their time. I've only worked here for a month, but I hated it. And I mean, usually way more than a month, right, but like right, I've only right. worked here for less than a year and I hate it. And it's like more awkward, the more obligation and investment they put in you, the longer you're there. It's like anything in yeah. life. It's like, it's almost like the sooner you can just be fucking real with yourself that you don't get into these, like you don't dig your grave deeper and deeper every day. Totally. of like, I'll never be able to resurface from this because totally. that, that just makes your situation more and more resistant of wanting to be honest. 100%. Yeah. And I honestly don't feel like I'm recognizing my like sense of purpose, who I am until literally like six months ago. And I yeah. think it was like when I was officially able to put that part of my life in the past and like we broke up, broke up right when COVID started. And so we ended up like kind of staying together and seeing each other during that time because COVID and we were lonely. (laughs) So you got to do what you got to do. But, but like, and then I was dealing with a lot of health issues during COVID and just navigating that during a pandemic was really interesting, but I needed like some sense of comfort and that's why I hung on to him. 
And then honestly, like I think the biggest thing that has helped me in the last six months are two of my very best friends. And like I think about this so much now and like how thankful I am for some of my friendships because Ugh, it'll like make me want to cry. Yeah, it's like I. I'm like that's such a beautiful so gift to have in your life is totally. those those people that can literally be an inspiration to you and oh my a whole different separate topic. But like you want to surround yourself with people who are motivating you rather than again making you feel like oh I'm with these people who I don't even really vibe with. Like right. you want to be with people who are inspiring you and being able to be like to if they can you. do it I can do it. Exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Even if it's not even if you're not there yet, you're like I can grow into that. Yeah. And not even because you want to be more like them and less like you. You see your future self in them already. Exactly. And so that's where they become a mirror for you. One hundred percent. Yes. And yes. sometimes I need a little bit of a push. Like yeah. I'm not gonna be the one to like go out and just plan something like I think that both you and Cammie who like I've both I've known both of you guys since I was like fifth sixth grade so you guys know me so well too and I think it's so crazy like I'm so insanely thankful for you both in my life because I think that you both saw that I wasn't my true self Mm -hmm. and like you both push me and Mm. that's like what I need. I needed someone to push me to be my better self because you guys knew who I was, you know, between like you guys and my sisters, I think like got me out of this just like, I think I was coasting. Like I was coasting through life. Cause it wasn't like I was like, Ooh, Jackie's in it. (laughs) Like I wasn't like, Oh, she's, she's up shit Creek. Like she needs out, out. Like I I never thought that you were in a bad position. I just was like, I mean, yeah, you know, your friends more than anyone in the world. And I feel like, it's very fortunate to have friends like that to be able to recognize and see that contrast because they've known you through before and after a situation. Um, But I want to know, I'm so grateful for the things that, you know, we helped push you and motivate you with, but like, what was the internal motivation? Like, what did you feel that that turnaround happened so recently? Like, what is like something that sticks out to you? I mean, because it comes yeah. from you at the end of the day, yeah. like no matter how no, much totally. we're motivating you or no matter how much someone else is telling you or motivating you to do something inadvertently or directly. Right. What like shift happened in you? I know. I don't know if it was like a or a feeling. It doesn't have yeah. to be like a day where you were like, I did this on September 3rd. <laughs> right. It was honestly like when me and Cammie were talking about going to Greece yeah. and then I'm usually not a very spontaneous person. Mm hmm. And I think it was after planning that, going there. Taking that leap of faith. Taking that leap, yeah. Yeah. And coming back, like, I felt like when I came back from Greece, like, I felt at times in Greece, like, overwhelmed a little bit with, like... It was a stretch. It wasn't something you would normally do. Exactly. And, I mean, it was the most beautiful, amazing trip. But, like, I realized afterwards, like, what... I don't know. I recognized in myself more of who I was for some yeah, reason. Yeah, like that inert that inner person inside of you again that had been buried a little bit. Yeah, like it was almost like, dang, this trip or this experience or this shift or going to see a therapist or all these things have always been like bringing you back to who you actually right. are because right. you were kind of in this fog of these different situations or these different. Oh my God, what's my identity now? I was a soccer right. player and then you got through that. And then right. I'm dealing with all this personal health stuff. You got through that. I'm dealing with a breakup and the ways that you got through that were always effort. Obviously right. you had to make all those choices or you would right. have just kept floating. You'd still be with him. You'd still be yeah. a soccer. You couldn't still, I mean, we could all eventually stop being a soccer player or identifying with a certain part of ourselves. but 
you would just keep floating along and, th- and being complacent and thinking this is what it is. And right. you taking those leaps of faith and seeking help or seeking a better understanding about why you're feeling the way you feel or surrounding yourself with people that are motivating you or doing things that you wouldn't normally do. And you, yeah. it's a gamble. I mean, maybe you would have right. gone and been like, well, that wasn't it. But right. fortunately, you eventually get to something that you're going to be like, whether it's a trip, a concert, an experience, a person, an interaction, all those things I feel like helped you bring you back to your central, most authentic self. And instead of resisting like, you know, old Jackie was a grandma and wouldn't have never (laughs) taken this trip. It isn't spontaneous, but then it's like, old Jackie wasn't even really you. No, it wasn't. And like you get to re-identify yourself whenever you want. And re-identifying is you're always, we're like little snakes shedding our skin. Like you're always evolving into a new you, but that's what makes life so interesting is understanding and shifting into that authentic place wherever it is with you in life. Right. Even if that's different than what you knew. Totally. And so that Greece trip really was something that made you stretch and then like really helped you feel like, dang, like this feels good. This feels like me. Yeah. And honestly, that's, that was September mm-hmm. of 2021. I never remember what year. Yeah. <laughs> it was only six months ago, but yeah. I can like honestly say that the six months have been some of the most like positive of my life, you know? Yeah. And I just, it was the last, like, I really, the last time I saw my ex was in September too. Okay. And I'm like, I love those timelines adding up. Yeah, I know. It <laughs> so all convenient. really added up. Yeah. And it, I don't know. Like there was something that just really switched after that trip. Mm-hmm. And then Cammie just really has been wanting to travel a lot. And she's like, let's go here. Let's go there. And I would usually not be the person to be like, yeah, let's do it. But like, I was just down. Yeah. And like, that wasn't something that I was doing at all. And I felt like it was such an awesome experience. And yes. I feel like, I don't know. I just kept saying yes. yes. And when I would usually say no. And I wasn't thinking so much into it. Mm-hmm. And You weren't resisting like this new version resisting. of you who is not exactly. even new. It's who you've always been. But you didn't get to have this experience for four years of your 20s. Right. Or in like maybe very beginning of your 30s. But it's literally right. like but even quintessential years. Yeah. yeah it goes into that. Like even without my ex and stuff too. Because yeah. I don't want him to define like that time yeah. either. But like. I just still was insecure in general, you yeah. know, and I still am. Don't get me wrong, but we're all like, working I've on made, it. We're all working on it. I've made a lot of strides and I have never been this confident in myself and where I'm at right now. Yeah. And like, I see that in her too, by the oh, way, she's not you. just saying thank that. You. Yes. <laughs> but it's true. It's like, it brings that d- different energy out of yeah. you, you know? And like, I don't care as much about what people yeah. think. And like I'm going through a very different journey right now than like my two younger sisters who yes. literally are both engaged. Yes. You know, also shout out. Congratulations. Sisters. Yes. We love them. And I'm so happy for them. But like, I think this is the first time I felt secure in being like my timeline's okay. Exactly. Who like, I am's okay. Exactly. And I've never felt so confident in like that ever before. And I feel like if I was my old self, I would be like so sad for myself that yeah. I was the oldest sister and I wasn't in that position, but it's like, sometimes I like think back to that. I'm just like, wow, I feel so much different now than I would yeah. have six months ago. And I feel so much more positive. Like I'm willing to say yes so much more. Yeah. I'm open to more experiences. 
And I think it's just from like surrounding myself with, you know, like the people that I love, but who also push me and know me. And I have so much, so many more like genuine heartfelt talks with people yes. now. Yes. Cause and you're a lot, you're accepting, you're not resisting being yourself and being afraid to be yourself. You're not exactly, you've had that proof in the pudding. Don't get me wrong. It takes a large leap to be vulnerable and have those connectivities, but yeah, that's what I literally want this podcast to I do is inspire people to get deep with their friends. Like I totally. hope people are on this level with their friends, but I only know my life and right. I only know my connections with people. And for me to be able to, you're so sweet that you give the credit to the people you surround yourself with, which is definitely a factor. I'm not I know say, some of it's me too. You, yeah. Your yeah. growth and your leap and your vulnerability to be like, what does Jackie want? Right. What am I resisting that even though it seems fucking scary is going to make me the most happy Exactly, and make me feel the less I don't want to like if you're if you're talking to someone who you just met like not boy girl relationship coworker whatever it doesn't yeah. even matter the relationship to you but if you're talking to someone and you're feeling like ooh like I can't even be myself around them that is a red flag 100% and not even like a red flag mm -hmm. like they might even not be like a relationship that you need to get them out of your life they might be someone that's forced in your life but what i mean by that is don't resist what you know to feel like right. don't be ashamed of who you were don't be ashamed of being yourself because the more central you are to the core of who you are right the more self-awareness you have which is what you've granted yourself mm -hmm. through this process the more naturally everything's going to align and flow to you and totally. that that is so easy much easier said than done but it's the key i want everybody to be able to have is the more you are you the easier life gets how what oh my god Do you know what yeah. i mean you're not emotionally and physically drained like you i feel like when you're putting on that like a different persona it's yeah, exhausting it sure is you know and it's like and some people think that's their norm because they've totally. lived in that in so long 100%. and i'm like i'm like come that's to the really surface sad. and get a that's breath really baby <laughs> i know and it's like I like everyone that goes through their own journeys and yeah. takes a things. certain amount of time. Everyone's totally, different. Mm -hmm. Totally. And I'm so glad that I went through all of those things Yeah, because I think I have no idea, obviously who I would be right now. If I like didn't go through that relationship, if I, you know, I didn't like, I don't know, have go that through experience some of the to push you yeah. or for you to be like, wait a second, this isn't it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not even like, this isn't it. Like I didn't have love for that person. Just like, huh. I'm not even being myself right now. That's yeah. weird. Like this that self check. Yeah. Yes. But now I feel like I know more so like who I am as a person yes. that I can stop things, you know, if things are getting self-awareness is, yeah. self is the key. You're the key. The more you get in your own driver's seat, baby. Yes. You're it's just so cruise. much easier. It's so much easier. Like I just feel so confident where I am in like my career right now and in my personal life. And it's just like a different feeling than I've ever had. You're aligned. And aligned. I have a dog. We both have We both dogs. have dogs. We're mothers. We're mothers. And like our dogs are, I'm sorry, but the best. <laughs> and so like even that, like that was a Brings huge leap so of faith joy. for me. But it, like yeah. Kona is the sweetest dog yes. ever. Like she, everyone loves her. And she just brought so much like happiness and yeah. like just calmness but to my life. It also life. takes faith to be like, can I take care of something? Totally. Like that's a confidence God, thing too. I remember calling you cause you got your dog first and I was like, Becca, can I do this? <laughs> and you're like, yeah. And I was like, okay, I can, I can. <laughs> and I remember like the first couple of weeks I had her, I was like, holy shit, I need to give her yeah, back. Yes. She's being everywhere. She drove me insane. 
bit everything. My hands were ripped up, <laughs> but it was so worth it because like that. she's an angel. It was an experience that. though. Mm-hmm. Like that was such a learning experience, yeah. you know? And so it can be little things, guys. Best. It can be a little, it can <laughs> be going to dog. Greece and getting a dog. <laughs> exactly. These are big things. These are big things. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it. it's just so interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I just feel, I don't know. Like I have just like this weight lifted off my shoulders. Like I feel lighter and like I'm recognizing things that I'm insecure about. If I can do something about it, I'm doing it. You will. And that confidence has only built over time because that was not, I can say for a fact, like you and I and everyone else in this world, it didn't always used to feel that way. And I hope everybody can feel that empowerment to do that and say, that's not what I want. Nope. That's not what I want. Totally. And that's a boundary and you're going to just keep moving forward because the more boundaries you set, think of it as like, you have an open sky, like an open um, horizon ahead mm-hmm. of you. And the more and more that you can set your boundaries and kind of like put on those horse blinders of what you want through your life experience in channeling more towards your, towards your most authentic self and your most self-aware self, because those right. two things are parallel, Right, is what truly can get you closer and more on the right path to exactly what's going to make you feel the most in your lifetime. Like the most authentic in your lifetime is like finding out what you don't like, finding out what doesn't feel good. Being like, I'm never going to do that again. And self-awareness is literally that. Right. We think it's so inherent as humans, but it's not. So many people just float along. They're not aware of what makes them feel good and what makes them feel bad. And they just exist. Right. And the more you can be self-aware and do things and try things and figure out what is making you feel really good, even if that's different than what all your friends are doing, or if it's leaving a partner you've been dependent on for a long time, like all those things are grooming you to be more on your direct path. And that takes so much courage and so much growth and it can be uncomfortable, Yep. but you've been able Mm -hmm. to see just we'll we'll look back on this one day and listen to it and be able to say like oh my god think of how much I've even grown since then that's the beauty of our self-discovery is it's everlasting and for you to be able to have this self-reflection in just such a recent time is why I was so excited to have you on today I know, <laughs> it's so I relevant know. it's so it's relevant crazy, like when you think about it like what was I doing a year ago and it's like I was in a it completely different too. state of mind I mean literally yes. it's like what was I doing six months ago yeah. for me and it's like it's really unbelievable I think I don't take enough time to be like holy shit Jackie like Look what you you've did done that. I've like yes. changed so much I feel like and I'm so happy with that and I feel like it can only get better obviously definitely but now I'm like feel like I'm trying to take the time to be like okay what do I really want to do right now that's making me happy right now it is traveling to see like my best friends in different places yeah. traveling to different countries because I live in New York and it's honestly just very convenient yeah, to go sure there. Yeah, sure is. Jealousy level but 10. I know. It's definitely cheaper too, which is really nice. But just like living without apologies. I feel like, yes. I don't know. Like I was, when I was first starting to travel too, I was like insecure about what people were like. And like, why does she keep going places? And right. How now that's I just don't care mm. at yeah. all. And like I'm doing what feels right to me yes. in the moment and like trying to live more so in the moment. And I'm a planner. Like I'm, I'm very type A, like organized. And I feel like I've finally taken a step back from that. And I love that because that was a lot of my anxiety too. Right. And my anxiety has been more like under control now, I feel like more than ever. And it's because I'm more confident in myself and you're flowing. I'm flowing yes your confidence didn't just come overnight it's you you kept allowing yourself to be more and more yourself and that that made you feel less and less resistance and less and less anxious feeling in your body like you were like 
who I am is great. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and like I should not feel ashamed and exactly. believing it. It's one thing to right. say those affirmations and it's okay if you're not there yet, but just, right. just but knowing that that's there. possible. 100%. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like one of the biggest things is I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I'm a good person. Like yeah. I love to do things for people. I'm a very caring, very loyal friend. Like I know that. And I'm just like embracing, I feel like who I am now yeah. more than I've ever done because I haven't felt comfortable with who I was. And I think like, I don't know. It's who it's you are so, and what you're doing when, because yeah. so what you were with someone who you thought you were going to marry and now you're traveling the world, like abroad, like you're in college again. Like right. you've, I there is care. no timeline. <laughs> there is time does not exist. Exactly. The only thing we have to worry about as females is like that thing called a biological clock, but it's fine. Now there's like you know, new technology. <laughs> you can freeze those babies up. So it's totally fine. We will but, do whatever we want when exactly. it feels right. Cause no one's exactly. two stories are the same, exactly. but ours have been a lot the same, which makes yeah. me feel grateful for one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and I feel like my two best friends are like in the same sort of period that I'm in too, yeah. and so that's made this so much better, you know. Yeah. And like I'm so thankful for that, but I feel like like your 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 friends like they come and go, but like we've all kind of been on similar paths forever because yeah. I think we I don't know I just I don't know. There can be so many reasons why. Yeah. It's just that we're naturally going to gravitate and stay together, though, because those journeys have yeah. been similar, 100%. 100%. Yeah. And I just feel so thankful for, like, the amazing people that Thank are in God. my life right now. Shout out to the real Shout ones. Shout out to the real ones, exactly. And, like, I got a tattoo. That Shout was out to just, that. You know, I mean, Spontaneous, was, wild, being yourself. I know. Not caring what other people think. Exactly. And, like, I remember when Cammy like, told me about this idea that she had about the yeah. wave and right here <laughs> it's on her finger and like usually like I would have never thought I was gonna get a tattoo ever like that didn't even cross my mind because mm-hmm. my dad always told me I know so many people who would give their right back. what you should do what right? you should do exactly right and our parents are really good at yeah letting us know are. what we should do they not are. our parents individually just parents just in general totally, yes yes totally and so I remember she told me about this like two weeks before we were going to Madrid and I was just like, okay. Like I didn't even think about it really at first. And I was like, that to me was like a whole new side of me too, because yeah. that's just not how I made decisions. I would be like, okay, this is why I should do this. This is why I should Rationalize not like it. pros and cons Give a list mind. one through 23 of why. Literally, yeah. literally. And I'll have like one no and I'll be like, nope, nope, can't do it because of that one thing, you know? And yeah. Like, and the wave, it's like all about going through the waves of life. Like we are literally going to go through so many different things through our lives. And I remember she wrote, read this quote and I can't remember it exactly. It was like going through the waves in different moments of life, but like handling it with like confidence, handling Mm. it like as it comes, but just being positive about it and just knowing that you're going to go through ups and downs, yeah. but staying calm during those times, it's always okay to, you know, break down everything. Of but course. like, in those, those waves of feeling anxious in your life and feeling like yeah. you're straying from your, your core self and your authentic self and your values and being yeah. aware of that and being like, whoo, the situation. Yeah. And then just being like, nope, actually yeah. I am in the driver's seat here. Right. And what I can do is affect like my thoughts about this I can affect like I might not be able to change the circumstance I'm in but what I can do is be able to 
adapt and overcome and know that I've gone through anxious feelings before in my life and I've gotten through it. Now yeah. I just need to sharpen my tool and be able to listen. Totally. So I have like, <laughs> totally. you need to be able to just sharpen your tool and listen to yourself and come back to your center. So yeah. 100%. Anywho, I have yeah. two questions that we want to wrap things okay. up with today. Cause what we could talk for 85 for hours forever. and we'll need another seven episodes after yeah. this. But two questions I want to ask you first is what do you think your superpower is? <laughs> my superpower huh I think like I'm just a very caring loyal person and I care so deeply and so much about the people that I love yeah. and would really just do anything for them yes. and I have like so much just joy and just compassion for the people I love and I think like my best best friends and like my sisters it's like makes me literally like want to cry sometimes when yeah. I think about like the really important people me too that I have but I think like just my loyalty to those people and the care like yes. how much I care yeah. I care a lot caring care is lot. your superpower sometimes I care too much on certain things but like <laughs> it's a double-edged sword yeah exactly but like when you are in my circle like you know it yes. because you feel that you feel and I will go on above and beyond for them because they're the people that I love the most. Yes. So, your your yeah. innate ability to care for those around yes. you. Such yes. a superpower. I love yes. that. And then last but not least, this is the Your Grounded podcast. So what do you like to do to stay grounded? Well, music is definitely yeah, my full circle thing. moment. Thank 100%. you. Like when people are posting their Spotify raps and it's like, oh, I've listened to this many minutes. And I'm like, oh, shit. Mine's like quadruple that. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing? But it's like, I think like music is my 100% comfort. Making yes. playlists is my comfort. Yes. Like sometimes I'll just like literally listen to Spotify for hours at a time making different playlists based on like that mood that I'm having. And I may never listen to that playlist again. Right. But the act of doing that playlist like calms me down and makes me feel so good. Yeah. That keeps me grounded in the beach. I don't need to go in the water. I don't. But just seeing, seeing the it. water, there's mm -hmm. something that like I don't know what it is, but like I feel 50 pounds lighter. Yeah. Like I could be having the most stressful day. And like that's what's hard about living in New York City sometimes is like yeah. I feel claustrophobic and just I have to just water. drive to the beach. Yeah. yeah. And that was like also why the wave, the wave. tattoo was <laughs> so important to me too, because the beach is my happy place. Yeah. That's when I can think the most. That's like when I'll feel the most calm. Yeah. And literally, I could be sad about anything and I like see a sunset on the beach. And Ugh, then I'm like, name something better. I'll wait. Right? I'm like, this is why this I'm is like, the only thing that would be better is you making a playlist on the beach. I mean, of course, <laughs> of course. But yes, I think yes. those are the two things that yeah. really keep me grounded. And then just being surrounded by the people I feel most comfortable with that yeah. I can be like my most vulnerable self with because I can't do that with everybody. But yeah. like, that's when I feel the lightest, the happiest and my very best self. Yes. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm glad we could share that experience for you this weekend yes. together. Anytime we're together from near or far and have that connectability and inspiring people to hopefully feel their most vulnerable self with their friends and 100%. know when they're feeling like they're not being themselves. Right. So I just hope that that's what right. we were able to inspire everybody with today. 100%. Yeah. And knowing that like, anxiety is a very common thing yes. and we're all dealing with it in certain situations and, for and just it feeling not to anxious make us feel even if you don't have 100%. anxiety disorder yeah, yeah it's and so normal but listen normal, to what yeah. is making you feel that exactly being in tune with what is making you feel anxious exactly. being in tune with what you're resisting whether it's a circumstance a person a job and 
being able to tap back into, even though this might be really scary and a huge change, what does the real Becca want? What does the real Jackie want? Like, let me not stray far from my core. My self-awareness knows that something's off here. And getting along that journey and that being more of your habit rather than just being complacent is such a valuable practice. Yes. And we're like, we're awesome people and we deserve to have really awesome lives. And like, just we all going do. Through it, we all do. Yes. All of us. Yes. And it's like, yeah, I just think the journey has just been, it's been a fun one. It's well, been a fun one. We're doing it for and the rest of time, doing baby. It. We're still doing it. Cheers to that. Cheers. Oh, thank you for everything, Jax. You're the best. I love you. You're the best too. Love you so much. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of You're Grounded. Make sure to share this episode if it resonated with you and rate this podcast on whatever streaming platform you like to listen from. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. All social platforms are titled You're Grounded Pod. Until next time, stay grounded.